Millions of American kids attend public schools. Our next guest, a teacher, says public schools have significant problems that are negatively impacting students. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Nicholson Baker, who is the author of Substitute, Going to School with a Thousand Kids. So, Nicholson, tell us what your book is all about. Wow, a thousand kids? It's about how do classes actually work. I was a dad. I watched my kids go through school, but I didn't really know how kids talked and thought in classes. And I was not a teacher. Is the perspective of a person who is an outsider, who is in fact not just an outsider, but the lowest form of life in American education is the substitute teacher. But you can sometimes find interesting perspectives if you are on the bottom. The phone would ring at 5.30 in the morning, and this nice woman would say, do you want to teach second grade today, or do you want to teach eighth grade remedial math today, or whatever it was. And I would say, sure. And I would get in the car and go, and suddenly I'm in a class of complete strangers, the class of kids, and I had to get to know each other and find some way to reach an accord very fast, and there were disasters along the way. You know, when I think of a substitute teacher, I think of all those films where kids are throwing spitballs at you and just everything runs amok. Is that what you found? Well, there was no spitball thrown at me. Now you can look at an iPad, but of course it's still the same thing. Let's see if we can break the substitute. That's what middle schoolers think. Let's see how hard we can make it. So how do I adjust to that and get through that? And what can I learn about kids' attitudes You come in from a very unique perspective because you weren't a full-time teacher. You were a fill-in substitute teacher. What is the takeaway that maybe we can all learn from this, that some things might not be going right? The intent of the book is to convey the resourcefulness of the way children and young adults react to this school environment and what teachers say and where they disagree And the takeaway, I guess, is before we come up with fancy recommendations about what people should study, how we should reform the curriculum, and whether the day should be longer, my God, no. After you have been immersed in what life feels like for students in a typical American school system, then let's start talking about how to reform education and whether we need more rigor and more STEM classes and everything. 95% of this stuff after learning to read, which is crucial, 95% of it is forgotten. So how can we make this system a little more bearable, a little more surprising and delightful and fun for the actual small members of humanity who are going to these classes? You also said that you were surprised how over-medicated some kids were. Well, that's a symptom of the fact that so much is expected of kids now. There's so much homework. And kids can fall behind, and then obviously when work is hard, you get anxious. And then the parents think, oh my God, anxiety, stress, he's stressing. So they take the kid to a doctor, and the doctor comes up with a very strong pill. And I saw kids who were clearly over-medicated, obviously over-medicated, and they were over-medicated because the parent didn't know what else to do. Because the kid was scared to go to school because the math was scary. Or, you know, some kids are very slow to learn to read. One kid said to me, I suck at everything. 
And he wasn't able to read, he wasn't able to do the math. There is no choice, even so you have to go. So parents think, what is my option here? I am legally bound to send my child to school and I want him or her to be a happier person. So they take their child to the doctor and the doctor gives them a pill. It's not the right solution. And I actually, a few times, I went to the school nurse and said, look, I think this kid is over-medicated. It's a terrible problem. It's not the solution. The solution, in fact, is to relax a little bit, give smart teachers their heads, let them create interesting, surprising teaching environments that have new things going on, and let's stop pressuring kids so much, giving them so much homework. The homework level, I mean, I really feel homework could easily be abolished because parents would have more time with their kids. Nicholson Baker, thank you so much for your time. Nicholson is the author of Substitute Going to School with a Thousand Kids. Best of luck to you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on your show. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. You've been listening to InfoTrack. Our reporters are Roy Mackey and Lisa G. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pear Networks. Visit them at Pear.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. We invite you to join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.